Hello and welcome back to another episode of Internal Rambles. This is your girl Rochelle. If you are new, welcome. And if you're returning, thank you for tuning back in. Internal Rambles is a very eclectic podcast. I talk about everything from my life, career, trending, entertainment, topics, etc. My normal episodes releases every Thursdays, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. My bonus content, which could include my reality show recaps. They are not on any set schedule. They post whenever I am able to record and release those. Today, this is another bonus episode. I am talking about Married at First Sight Nashville. Finally, decision day. What are the married couples going to do? Are they going to stay married together in wedded bliss or are they headed to divorce court? (laughs) So, unfortunately, they split up decision day into two episodes. So, it took two weeks to find out what each married couple decided to do. But today I am going to give the rundown on what happened with each married couple, the four married couples, my thoughts I'm going to give at the end. And that's what this episode is going to be about. So let's get into the married couples. I am going to start off with the no surprise, which is Nicole and Chris. Alrighty, let's get into it today. Okay, so no surprise here, both Nicole and Chris said yes to each other at decision day. They have been very happy with each other pretty much since day one. They haven't had any major arguments, no major blips in the road. So yeah, (laughs) I don't really have much to say about them. They seem to be a very good match from the beginning and it will be interesting to see how their love story progresses and when they do face adversity or issues or problems, how they are able to handle it because they really have not dealt with anything as a new married couple, um, really have not had any challenges. So some people, you know, they can handle challenges obviously well and, you know, when the going gets tough, they're able to maneuver and manage them appropriately and other people, you know, it's all great when it's all good, but then when it goes bad, it goes all bad. So that'll be interesting, but nonetheless, they seem to be a really great match together. Um, during this episode, we see them sign a lease. That's been one of the things that really have, has stressed Nicole out is where are we going to live? Where are we going to live? Um, and so they sign, a, they own, they have their own apartments. But in this episode, um, well, within these two episodes, they sign a lease together so that they don't have to worry about having separate homes. Um, so, yeah, so we will see, you know, time will tell where Chris and Nicole land or end up, but they seem to really be a positive match for each other. So they were both yeses on decision day. And then also another not so much of a surprise are Clint and Gina. They both said no to each other. They are heading to divorce court. Gina said that Clint's a very good listener, but his personality has really been a barrier. Basically, when they had um, the bumps in the road very early on, where Clint mentioned that 
Gina was, you know, that he has a certain physical type. She never got over that. Even though he really wasn't speaking to her directly, he just said, you know, I tend to have a certain athletic build that he liked. And he apologized, but she just never got over that. And then, you know, Gina made some disparaging marks or some, you know, negative remarks about, you know, gingers and, you know, that can be a derogatory word. Clint is redheaded. He could have went to the races with that, but didn't. They just never really clicked. And honestly, Gina never really put energy. Clint did his best, I will say. Um, you know, you never really know how to be in a marriage until you really are in a marriage. Um, even those who are married 10, 15 years, it's still a learning process. Gina never really communicated to Clint what she needed and how to be in a relationship with her. And so it's like how you're strangers, how is he supposed to know what you need and what you like? And if you're not community, you need to married at first sight with them being strangers, you need to over communicate. Um, and she says during um, decision day that she wishes that he would have, even though she wasn't really giving him no energy that he, that she was filling him, that he would have still took the initiative and really kind of grabbed the bull by the horns and took the lead and just pushed the envelope a bit and showed and just like really kind of like showed some affections, showed some initiative kissed her even though she and it's like bro what you you wanted him just to be taking it that's really aggressive but I'm just saying like and that's really crass but <laughs> I'm a, but I'm just saying it's like you, you gotta have them vibes she gave no vibes he was trying to be a gentleman you know it's just like because if he would have came at her too strong then that could have been a problem so it's like he was trying to fill her out she was giving him no energy so I understand why he really kind of was trying to see and kind of, you know, let me see, let me, let me see if I can do this. Let me see. And some of the things that she wanted, he did do for her. Okay. Clint said that, you know, he really wasn't, he was trying to be appeasing to her in certain ways, but like some of the things that he likes to do, he never did because she was into them. And, you know, he wasn't really doing the things that he enjoyed. And she's like, you know, even though it's not my thing, like, I still would have, you know, I would have still participated. Would you? You know. Okay. So that's that. <laughs> let's move on. So let's go to, oh boy, Eris and Jasmine. So Jasmine says that she... You know, she prayed about her husband. She prayed about being married. And she's learned what she deserves in the marriage. And she learned that what she wanted and what she needs and what she deserved, she did not get from Eris. And she wanted a divorce. Eris said that he, um, there have been some positive, but things did not go as planned. And that he also needed more um, he thought that there would be more intimacy and more physical touch, etc. in the marriage, but there wasn't. And so he also asked for a divorce. So at the end of the day, Eris and Jasmine both asked for a divorce and both said no to each other. Um, 
And so, you know, the experts, I think it was uh, Pastor Cal. Yeah, I know I love him. I adore him. He's like, you know, what did you learn that you need? And what did you learn from this? Or what was a deal breaker for you all? And so Eris is like, you know, I love myself. I kiss myself in the mirror. And I really need someone that loves themselves. Because when you love yourself, you really can learn to love another person because you love yourself so much you want to get that love to someone else like really insinuating and so that jasmine doesn't love herself and so jasmine's like so are you saying i don't love myself like jasmine completely explained how back in the day she did have some issues with like self-worth and confidence but that she's overcame that and basically her saying no to Eris really shows that she has worth for herself and that she loves herself because she's not staying in a situation where she's not getting the affection and the love that she needs you know because him saying oh I'm not attracted to you and you know, etc. Him not giving her no affection, and she's wonderful. Like she put a lot of effort, even when he was, she gave a hundred percent when he was giving forty-five, if that. So Eris just needs to grow up, basically. And in his little confessional diary thing, he was like, "I really thought that, you know, I really wanted to know. I want to get married because I want to know what marriage. Like I've had all kind of sex, I but I've never had married." I wonder I thought it was married sex was gonna be off the chain like just so immature like bruh what so anyways I'm so glad that Jasmine said no to him because that's not what she needs in her life last but not on the least so this was the couple that so all the other three couples were in the first decision date episode Shaq and Kirsten was in the second part and I understand why they you know child they they saved them for last and i you know i wish they wouldn't have drawn it out but i do get you know they gotta do what they got to do so kirsten you know she's like you know communication has really been an issue but i really think that you know um we have something that's really worth I'm sticking together and working for etc so Kirsten said yes to Shaquille Shaquille gets all dramatic he's like you know I really he starts crying during this speech I felt alone during this marriage and people you know the experts start looking around like what's about to happen um you really haven't been there for me that I needed um, I've tried to be the man that you needed to me to be, but I haven't been able to be the man you needed me to be. So Pastor Cal is like, so, so what's your decision? Child, at the end of the day, Shaquille said no to Kirsten. And let me tell you the shocked looks on Kirsten's face, Pastor Cal's face. Uh, Dr. Pepper was rubbing her face. Her hair was all disheveled. <laughs> she looked like she'd have been through the storm and back. Excuse me, so what? <sighs> Dr. Pepper's like, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. Listen, Kirsten and Shaquille have had their ups and their downs, but I definitely, I knew there could have been a chance someone was going to say no, but I did not see that coming. And, you know, Shaquille has said, you know, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. And 
Kirsten has been trying. The fact I I think they communicate differently, and I definitely think that um, Shaquille is very emotional, wears his heart on his sleeve, and and Kirsten is very cerebral. That doesn't mean that it's not going to work. You have to learn how to communicate. You have to learn how to be basically be in a relationship with each other and so she says to him during decision day like we've had our challenges but we've only been together for a few months like this is not something that I don't feel that we can't work through but you have to be willing to work through it but child Shaquille was done he had made his decision and that was that and you could tell that you know she was very poised but she was upset like did he really just say no to me and once they left, you know, Pastor Cal was like, what is he looking for? Because, you know, Pastor Cal was like, I don't think he going to find nothing better than Kirsten. Um, and so, yeah, so out of this has been a this has been a rough season out of five married couples. Only one have stayed together. <laughs> this has been a rough. It's been a rough season to watch. But then it's been a rough season for the experts that only one of the married couples have said yes to each other and are staying together. Here's my thoughts. Totally understand Eris and Jasmine. Eris needs to grow up. I I think that Eris wants to be married, but is not ready to be married. Jasmine's ready. She's awesome. Gina and Clint. Gina could not get it together. Like I said, after the bump in a row, she, I think she was like let me I don't I think she didn't want to show that she didn't want to be the one that gave up but child she had gave up you know she just was still there for the ride Chris and Nicole I think they're great you know I think they're great um Shaquille and Kristen I think that Kirsten couldn't be what Shaquille needed quick enough and I think that at the end of the day, it the fact that he said no might be when you, you have to be willing to fight for something. If you don't, if you can't, if you don't see the value in a relationship or a person, get out early, you know, before you start falling in love and there's babies involved and all this stuff, um, Kirsten is a good woman. She, I, They speak different languages. They have to learn to get on the same board. But she was willing. She was there. Um, I, you know, I think that there's growth that she has to do. But I think that she was willing to do it. It's just that it wasn't fast enough. And I get that it was. it's an accelerated process. But, um, you know, there's been couples in the past who have said once them cameras go off and they get to like a sense of normalcy and that pressure isn't there, they really are able to grow and the relationship actually improves. And so the fact that he wasn't even willing to see like what, because they're already married, right? He wasn't even willing to see what it was like, you know, without the cameras, without, you know. I think that that is really unfortunate. Um, And I think that, you know, some of these people and I, I, you know, I'm not really sure. He probably is one of them. They seek that instant. I need the butterflies. I need this. 
relationships are hard they're work you know and if you're gonna constantly seek perfection there was one guy i don't i see his face i don't remember his name he literally had like this list and like just was searching for perfection and the experts was like you will never find that you will be alone <laughs> because that person does not exist that person is in your brain that person is on the computer that person is not a living breathing human being and so um yeah I don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be rough for Shaquille um I think he could find it, but it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So they're, they're spreading these episodes out and, um, there's going to be additional ones. I'm not going to be reviewing them. Um, I may mention what goes on. So, uh, but they all get together and they have dinner and even Mac and Dominique are there. So, um, you know, they give the life updates. And so this is what I don't like. So all the the singles are there. And so, you know, there's been this whole thing where Mac has said, you know, I really wish, you know, Gina was matched with me. So Nicole is like, hey, now that everyone's, you know, past decision day, uh, Gina and Mac, what y'all think about going on a date, maybe coffee, et cetera. And like Clint's right there. And it's like, can you have some tact even though they divorced like still like that like send that in a text or y'all be like why would you do that in front of Clint like he don't want to see that I'm sure so Gina's like you know we'll cross that bridge if we get there maybe you know this will be a discussion you know she which I think is the right thing to do like still have some respect for you know Clint um that still is someone that she dealt with for you know, that that is her soon to be ex husband, and it's someone that she's dealt with. And it just was like, girl, this is not time to be hooking up, you know. But it sounds like there's gonna be potentially like some I don't even know, like what what is this dating show that Married at First Sight is about to turn into? I don't know. But that's that. <laughs> that is Married at First Sight Nashville. We'll see what happens again. You know, it looks like um, Jasmine's going to be going on some dates. Clint's going to be dating Gina. They're like, listen, we about to get back on this horse. Life don't stop. But yeah, really unfortunate that only one of the married couples stayed married. So, yeah. Um. So that's going to be it for me for my recaps of Married at First Sight Nashville. I may, you know mention what happens in these after show like this you know beyond the 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 decision day episodes but i'm not going to be intentionally recapping these i don't know what's up i don't know what's next for married at first sight or what the next city or when the next season i don't know i haven't looked into it um i did mention that i wanted to review um the new season of put a ring on it i can't even get through that season they're actually now at the reunion i didn't care for this season i'm glad i didn't even start reviewing that um they have a new doctor i don't really care for her these couples they were kind of boring.com slash org.net so yeah i think i i'm glad that i didn't even get into that (laughs) so i believe the next reality show recap will 
Begin some time in June with the new season of Ready to Love. I do not know what the air date is for the first episode. I don't know if it's been announced. I can't seem to find anything on that. But I do know that they did say it should be June 2023. So be on the lookout for that. So thank you for tuning in to my Decision Day recap review and thoughts from married at first sight nashville please check out my previous reviews and recap check out my previous podcast episodes my last one i'm talking about carmelo anthony retiring relationship gurus some good some bad including mr Derek jackson <laughs> and subscribe to me wherever you get your podcast content so that you get my episodes re Uh, immediately let me know what you're thinking about this season of Married at First Sight Nashville you can also catch me at the Internal Rambles official site which is internalramblespodcast.com leave me a voicemail leave me some comments over there I truly appreciate it take care of yourself happy Memorial Day and until next episode this is your girl Rochelle